Hello, I'm Anand. And I'm Ryan. And you're listening to What Do We Even Know Anyways, the podcast where we answer questions that you've never even thought about asking. All right, so today, to start us off, I wanted to see, do you remember a few years ago when this viral picture went out and it was a dress? And about 50% of people thought that it was white and gold and another 50% thought that it was blue and black. Yeah, I remember. I, I saw it as blue and black, and I still don't understand how people saw it as white and gold. Alright, well that's good, because I actually saw it as white and gold, so oh, okay. we can debate on this. That's good, okay. So, do you have any ideas as to why that optical illusion occurs? Um, well, so I've heard that the dress actually is white and gold, which I don't believe. Um... <laughs> But I'm not really sure. Is it something genetic, maybe? Okay, so they st- researchers still don't know exactly why, but this one guy, I um, can't remember his name, but anyways, he, <laughs> he did this study where he basically took in a bunch of data and he found that there was one correlation with, these, uh, with who saw white and gold and who saw blue and black, and it was chronotype. Do you know what that is? No, what's that? Okay, so chronotype is basically like your brain or your body's natural sleep cycle. So like if you are an early riser and go to bed early, uh, you have a certain chronotype and then night owls would be another chronotype. So he found that those two are actually correlated. If you were a um, early riser, then you would most of the time see white and gold. And if you were a night owl, you would most we see blue and black. So why do you think that might happen? Um, maybe because your eyes might be more tired in one scenario? I'm not sure. Alright, so, you know, still, like, this is just a correlation, so we don't really know why it's happening, but the hypothesis was actually that um, people who are early risers are more used to daylight and light situations, so in their minds they imagine that it was light Uh, daylight casting onto that image which created the white and gold whereas the night owls imagined that it was dark so there wasn't that much light cast onto the image which made it appear blue and black on today's episode we'll learn about our eyes how they work and how they can sometimes fall short we'll find some surprising factors that influence our vision and how we perceive the world around us So, if we had the, like, the actual physical dress, and we were looking at it in the sunlight, it would appear white and gold, right? Yeah. But if you took it into like a darker room, would you see it as black and blue? So, I think that you would still see it as the same color. I, I can't exactly explain it, because I don't really know, but basically it has to do with the background and, and what uh, you imagine like everything else is in relation to it in the picture, because you don't really know but I don't know, I'll have to find out a little bit more about that. <laughs> no, that makes sense, because I've been looking into like how we're always sort of predicting uh, what we're going to see before we actually see it, and that kind of helps us to create an image. Do you know why we have to predict uh, what we see uh, before we actually see it? I read something about that, like, so like for a camera, when you're looking at a camera, it's uh, usually when you're moving a lot, it's really shaky. Mm -hmm. So to get like a stable picture when we're moving our head around, 
the eyes have to sort of predict what it's about to see in order to stabilize your motion. Okay, so I actually hadn't heard that, but that definitely makes sense. But one reason that I've heard is that um, basically since there's so much happening in your brain with vision, uh, there's a lag between uh, when something actually exists as you see it Mm -hmm. and when you perceive that. So, you know, if there was always this lag, we wouldn't be able to do anything like hit a baseball or anything that really requires like quick uh, noticing where something is. So basically you have to predict where things are gonna go and the motion of objects uh, because you're not actually seeing things at the same time that they're occurring. I wanna jump in here with uh, two brief clarifications. So first is that the actual color of the dress is blue and black, not white and gold like we were uh, saying. And the second is that in a real setting, just like Ryan was saying, we would be able to tell the true color of the dress that is black and blue because our eyes would account for the surrounding lighting. In the famous picture, there's ambiguous lighting, which makes people see the dress in different colors based on their predictions about the lighting. We're going to get to more ways in which our eyes make predictions, sometimes incorrectly, but first here's Ryan with some brief context about our eyes. So for some context for the rest of the episode, we kind of want to give you some basic understanding of how the eye works. So really what's happening is light, which is a wave, kind of, if you listen to the sound episode, you know, sound is a wave, light works the same way. Um, And visible light is part, is a small range of the electromagnetic spectrum. Other waves in the spectrum are uh, gamma rays, x-rays, etc. But Basically, the amplitude of a light wave uh, determines its brightness, and then the wavelength determines its color. So uh, basically what happens is that the light comes into your eye, and the cornea directs it to the pupil, which then projects the light to the lens, which is kind of that big white part of your eye, and then that reflects it back to the retina, which is where all of these photoreceptors are. So you've got your rods and your cones. They're the two types of photoreceptors. And the rods, there's a ton of them throughout the eye. And they're basically kind of more in charge of peripheral vision. And then also they can only take in a grayscale. So they're more about kind of the brightness, uh, things like that. And then your cones, they are, there's fewer of them. And there's red, green, and blue cones. So the ratio of... Uh, how much of how many of your cones of each color are activated will affect which nerves uh, fire or which neurons fire and which color that your brain perceives. And so now that we know kind of how uh, the, the mechanics of our eye, I wanted to show you something that's cool that's kind of based off of how our eye is structured. Okay, so I have this sheet of paper. Could you describe it? So it's a rectangle with, um, it's almost all white, except that on the left side, there's a plus sign in black. And then on the right side, pretty close to the edge, there's a black circle. Okay, so I'm not sure if this is going to work, but so could you hold, hold a piece of paper in front of your right eye? Okay. And then uh, cover your left eye and then move it pretty far out and kind of slowly as you're focused on the plus sign and slowly bring it back. And do you notice anything happening? 
Um, okay, sort of. And I think I know what you want me to notice, but I only sort of see it. Is it that they're getting closer together? No. <laughs> Wait, let, let me try this again. Okay, why don't you try it this way? Try it on your left eye. So, still yeah, focus on the plus or, sign? Still focus on oh, the plus yeah. sign, but yeah. Well, it, like, disappeared for a second. Okay, okay yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, so the circle disappeared. Okay, yeah. yeah, so... But only for a quick second, yeah. That's actually because in our eyes, we have a blind spot, which I don't think a lot of people know. So, like, kind of like when you're driving, there's this one point um, that you can't really see uh, there, oh, really? If, if there's a car behind you or not. But Oh, oh yeah, like the blind spot of <laughs> car. I thought you meant, like, I literally like, couldn't see, like, 20 feet, like... 46 degrees to the left. <laughs> no. I was like, that's dangerous. Yeah. So, so basically, there's this small pin-sized space on both sides of your head that you actually just can't see. And like, so like, could I see past it in like both directions? I just can't see the actual space. Yeah. Oh, so the like the why you don't notice it really is because your brain will just fill in um, okay. things around it. So then when you pull this paper towards you and there's this little black dot surrounded by lots of white when your brain was trying to fill in like oh the, i just expected it to be white like to be white interesting so the dot disappeared so i think that's a pretty cool fact about our eye that like it's not as perfect as you might think and the reason why we have this blind spot is actually because um so the where the point at which the optic nerve connects to um your eyeball um there can't be any rods or cones there Okay, so that's an example of how the structure of the eye um, makes it so the eye, so we can't see something that's actually there. That little area where we can't actually see anything. But in a lot of cases, in most optical illusions, it's actually that we just can't, there's a difference between what we're receiving, the light we're receiving, and the way we're processing it, the way we're perceiving it. So usually, almost all the time, uh, we see what is actually there, but sometimes maybe because our brains are changing what we're seeing to match our expectations or desires or just because it can't interpret it correctly, uh, we get it wrong. So have you seen the optical illusion where it's basically kind of like three Pac-Man shaped things and some borders of a triangle and it looks like there's this triangle there. Do you know what I'm talking about? Sort of. Can okay, you... I'll, I'll show it to you. So I have it here. So kind of okay. what, what are you seeing here? Okay, so the background is kind of checkered, white and gray. Yeah. Um, and there's, uh, in, the, in the center, there's, I would describe it as a triangle, but the middle sections are kind of cut off. There's a black outline of a triangle, but uh, each side, there's a kind of a gap in the middle. And then... Um, and then outside the the black border are these three Pac-Man, or Pac-Men. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't really know. <laughs> Pac-Mans, I don't know. Um, but what, what's, what I'm seeing now is that between the mouths of the Pac-Men, there's sort of like this triangle that's the same color as the background that's kind of popping out of the screen. But I'm assuming that the triangle isn't like actually there. It's just sort of popping out at me for some reason. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's just background like anything else in this picture, but we see the triangle and part of that is because when we're looking around us, the way we, one of the ways we see shapes, well, there's really two ways. There's, we see the edges, 
So our brain is always looking for edges um, and that can kind of define the shape of something that we see. But then also we're looking for corners and you know, these Pac-Men or, you know, we don't know, <laughs> the plural Pac-Men have these really defined corners where their mouth is and where they're, you know, chomping. So it's giving us these corners to this triangle, which makes us really see it. Um, so that's an example of our brain kind of predicting what we're going to see based on what it expects, because that's how we always perceive what we're seeing based off the corners. But it turns out that uh, there's an article published by the uh, Nature Neuroscience magazine or journal. Um, and the idea was there was this man who lost his vision at when he was three years old. Uh, but in his 40s, he had it surgically replaced somehow. I'm not exactly sure. And they presented an illusion pr pretty similar to this one. And he didn't fall for it. So... The hypothesis as to why he didn't fall for this illusion is because since he didn't have vision for 37, at least 37 years of his life, he didn't have those expectations uh, that made him perceive things differently. So I wanted to go back to something you were saying earlier about, before we kind of started talking about optical illusions, you said that our eye sees what's right most of the time. And I have sort of an issue with this because, so kind of earlier today, do you remember we were talking about um, how we both see Gatorade uh, or the normal Gatorade or the original Gatorade? I, we would see it as green, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, I know a lot of people see that as yellow. Um, which yeah, it's not, but yeah, it's clear. Yeah, it's clearly, <laughs> it's clearly green. green. Okay. So we, so that got me thinking like, do we all see colors the same way? This, this case seems like just like we're classifying in a different yeah, way. It's like the definition of the colors. That's how I see it. Not the, not actually what we're yeah. seeing, yeah. but I don't know. Yeah. So I want to see like, do we actually see different things? Like if I was in your mind and I saw what you were seeing, what I think some of these things that you're seeing are like. What, what what actually I think is blue is actually red in your mind or how I see red like is, is it getting mixed up sort of yeah so before you probably blow my mind <laughs> I I this argument has come up multiple times in my life but I've always said no we're definitely seeing the same things and my argument was um which is darker uh navy blue or royal blue navy blue okay so if we have the spectrum of light to dark and warm and cool colors then doesn't it mean that everyone is seeing the same thing because we well, all what know if we that... all just see something like okay let's say i saw blue but i just saw it as red right so whenever i see red i just call it blue in your like you know what i'm saying yeah and so then i would know that navy blue would be just like a darker red to you that that's true but i feel like so it's possible that maybe our colors are like totally inverted but uh -huh. it wouldn't make sense that like your red is my blue, but then we still have the same orange because like blue and purple are a cool okay. color. Yeah. Whereas like red and orange are warm colors. So like okay. that's, you may be able to refute that, but that's okay. always my opinion. Okay. So the first thing I'll say is that there's definitely some differences between how we all see colors. Like there's, it's been established that people can see different intensities of light. So you mm -hmm. might see a brighter red than I see, or you might see like a, a brighter yellow in the sunset. So I think that's that's fair. Like, yeah. 
But um, now one example of humans seeing different things than other humans are is a special type of person called a uh, tetrachromat or someone who has four oh, cones instead of three. Uh, as we talked about earlier, we usually have three cones in our eyes to pick up red, uh, blue, and green. And so these humans that have four uh, cones can perceive more colors between red and green. They can distinguish like different shades of red much better. Oh, um, that's some, some stuff that we wouldn't see. But I also think that that is also kind of like, it's not like what I, what we were talking about. It's not like we're yeah. seeing actually different colors. So, yeah. but here's something that may maybe suggests that we might see something super different. So there was there were these scientists, Jay Neitz and Joseph Carroll of the Medical College of Wisconsin, and they're color vision scientists. And so what they did is they had these monkeys, um, and monkeys only have two uh, cones. They have the green and the blue one. Okay. And I, I don't know exactly why, but that means that they can see blue and yellow, but not green and red. Okay. So they put red and green dots on a, a gray uh, background, and the monkeys can't see that so they can't make out green and red but okay. so the scientists injected these monkeys with a virus and what that virus does is they um they turn some of their green photo uh receptors into red ones oh that's cool yeah so that that makes them they have the monkeys that are infected have all three photoreceptors now and right, but does it just turn like some of them yeah just okay. some yeah and so now when they look at the green and red dots on the uh, background, they can actually distinguish it and they can, you know, they see that there's, yeah. there's dots there. So the reason that this suggests that we might be seeing colors differently is because think about what is that monkey seeing? Like, we don't know, we don't know what he's seeing, right? Yeah. Like, we don't know how he perceives red. And yeah. since it develops in this way, sort of, it's like each child will probably have a different development of how they see the yeah. red and green and blue. And it kind of just depends on um, what you're first exposed to and how you grow up. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, like that makes sense. I still think that like people probably in general, like even though their oranges might be different, it's still like orange and then yeah. their blues are a little different, but it's still blue to yeah. everyone which I could be wrong about, but I do definitely, they should give me that virus from the like tetrachromats so then yeah. I can see No, people are thinking colors. about that. Like we're thinking about like, could we use this virus to one, help colorblind people um, mm -hmm. kind of get normal human vision? So and also... for colorblind people, you may not know this, but is it they're, they only have, for example, the red and green photoreceptors or the red uh, and green yeah. cones? So there's three different types of colorblindness and... I think um, so. One of them is that you don't have the uh, the red one, I think, mm -hmm. and so then you can't really distinguish between red and green. And then, uh, like one of the really rare ones is if you don't have all three, and you, then you only see in monochrome. Oh, that would not be fun. So yeah, they're thinking about using this type of virus to maybe help colorblind people or make us see things better in the infrared or ultraviolet spectrum. That would be really cool. Oh, that yeah. I don't know. I don't even. But, I can't um, even like attempt to imagine that at all because obviously i can only imagine yeah. visible light because but i don't, I don't really want to mess around with viruses right now so <laughs> yeah, <true. laughs> okay so today we've kind of started with a viral optical illusion that we all know and then we 
transitioned into learning about some more about how the eye works and some more optical illusions and then finally talking about color and if we are seeing the same thing as everyone else or not but if there's one thing that we really want you to take from today's podcast is that lemon lion gatorade is green What Do We Even Know Anyways is created by Ryan Hochstein and me, Anand Srinivasan. If you enjoyed the show, please make sure to rate and review us. Thanks for listening.